All right. Cue intro music. love that uh welcome back guys this is the live loud life podcast my name is dr antonio your host uh, i am honored uh for my next guest today uh trevor hall artist how would you describe yourself just like yeah artist like i guess so like a, a singer songwriter that's kind of the i guess the term yeah. Yeah, for yeah. like my place in the industry <laughs> would you in the world would you describe yourself as something else now uh no i don't think so yeah i think that is like my thing well now you yeah. can add to that father a father there you go i forgot about that shouldn't, um, shouldn't have forgotten about no, that. that's your it's, job <laughs> it's new man it's new dude it's new yeah but that's what we're talking about today yeah. it's it's uh you know i was kind of like what's the if you were doing a ted talk what would your what would your intro be oh god father singer father husband singer songwriter ex- yeah explorer yeah seeker seeker pretty yeah um yeah, all that sounds pretty good. I mean, the father role is is so new, right? I so know, it's yeah. still like I'm sure you felt it with your kids. Like you you look at your child and you it doesn't seem like it's yours. You know, you're just kind of witnessing this being just you know, it's it's just such a wild experience. You know, you're just in service, you yeah. know. So I I think that uh even from the beginning, you know, like when he was first born, um the relationship develops, you know, and, and every day you're like, Oh man, my heart is, you know, so I'm sure I'll perhaps maybe, you know, be more comfortable saying, yeah, I'm a father. But right now it's more, I'm just in service of this, you know, this beautiful being, you know, I, I think it's, it's something that I still have not even, even with my knowledge and understanding of mm. the human body, which maybe even makes it more so amazing. Uh, That's something Nichelle and I have talked about multiple times. It's just like, it's just absolutely almost dumbfounding and amazing how like your wife and my wife has right. been able to create Oh yeah, I this mean, tiny little human. Bro, hats off. I mean, more than ha- like I bow down <laughs> continually. Uh, yeah, witnessing your partner go th- do that is just—it's shocking. It's just so wild. You well, know? just the whole process, even leading up to birth. The right? whole just like- process, man. Like just the other day, we were—we had some friends staying with us, and we were kind of going through old photos of our son, and even Emery being pregnant. And it almost seems like a dream, you know. Emery and I were saying like that just doesn't seem real, and that—and it was just then, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and even now, continuing, you know, even after the birth, watching, you know, your partner just um, get their body back in a yeah. way is so interesting. You know, um, it's a trip. Yeah. What, what do you think have been some of the more exciting moments? And and, and mm. the, your little ones were just saying four months. Yeah. Right. What, yeah. What just been, almost four months. Yeah. What have been some of the more exciting moments in that initial four months? In those four, first four months, yeah, or just in, um, in being a, in, in in your experience being a newly found father. Um, gosh, I I mean, obviously, the moment of his birth was like you know, 
whoa, you know, <laughs> obviously that's up there, you know, it's something that I still like reflect upon. I'm just like, I can't believe that you came out of there and like, whoa, like this is your life. I mean, it's just, it baffles me. Um, the moment of bringing him home was pretty insane. Yeah, You yeah. know, it was kind of like driving back from the hospital, like your life is never going to be the same ever. You know that little like oh shit moment. Oh my god! It was just like whoa. You know, like everything that you thought or had, or I don't know. It's just like everything is different now. You know, and just bringing him into the house, like in his little you know carriage, was like holy shit. You know, what do I do right now? You know, Uh, and and that moment was pretty amazing. and another huge highlight for me was like when my family came to visit and mm-hmm. and see him, you know, because I hadn't seen my family for like a year and a half because of the pandemic. Yeah, and then yeah. so on top of that, for them to come out, we haven't seen each other. And then, oh, yeah, we have a new little being here with, you know, it just gave me a whole new perspective on family, on my parents, on their sacrifice. I mean... Yeah, that that was a pretty special moment. Is this the first grandchild for first grandchild for my side? Okay. Yeah, for my side. Emery's uh sister um had a baby girl a few years back, so they already have her as their grandchild. Um but yeah, for my side it's the first the first grandchild. It's gotta be pretty exciting for them, huh? So exciting, man. It's just it's just wild just watching them hold him and everything. It's, yeah, it just gives you a whole new perspective. I remember I think I called my dad like within the first couple of weeks and was like in tears like, Dad, I'm sorry for anything I ever did that upset you, <laughs> you know, because you just realize like what they did, you know. Yeah. they re- You realize every sacrifice of the parent, you know. So, yeah, that, that was that was pretty special to have them come out and see him that's awesome man yeah and and uh which kind of i had i did have another question uh which was nice talking about the dad is Uh as i mean because from from what i've seen with some of the things you talked about and just songs Mm -hmm. and stuff that you've written about and just Mm -hmm. how you talked about your relationship your dad being one of your biggest fans and advocates right right is uh is i mean seeing like your relationship with your dad Mm -hmm. what kind of what things do you feel that he's really imprinted upon you that you want to be able to pass on? You know, like you always, you hear those oh, stories, man. right? Like my granddad told my dad this. this you know, yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure. Um, I think my dad is just as unconditional, like literally unconditional, unwavering presence. You know, my dad was just always there no matter what for anything I wanted to do you know I took a very unique path in my Mm -hmm. life like Mm -hmm. I didn't go to college and went to boarding school and uh he was just both my parents you know but if you know asking me about about my dad like it just just unwavering support and would literally do anything I mean um I remember you know going on our first tour he let us borrow his Suburban for the whole summer and I remember one point at the tour we had like this long drive from like you know Chicago to like New York City and like the whole band we all flew and my dad flew out to Chicago just to drive the 
car overnight oh, nice. to New York and he showed up at the concert like ready to rock. You yeah. know, I'd be I'd be like, I'm exhausted, you know. Yeah, yeah. But just those things, you know, I I hope that that was really, you know, imprinted on me and I and I definitely want, you know, my son to feel like, yeah, I always got my dad to yeah, lean yeah. on. You know, like I know no matter what, I can call my pops and be like, you know, hey, I need some support or love or whatever it is, he's just going to be there, you know? Um, and that just, yeah, just, you don't realize it till you get older. You know, when you're young, you rebel and all that stuff. But even through all that rebellion, he's still there, yeah, you know, yeah. and that, that, that's really magical. And I hope that that's what I can, yeah, give, give my son as well. Now, like you're saying, you took you took the untra- untraditional path, yeah. right? Which which is great because I think now more than ever, as we're mm-hmm. starting to age and hear more people talk about it, hopefully it's not becoming as non traditional. Where sure. the traditional route should be, yeah, more more of what you want to be able to do. But that being said, right, that was a more challenging decision. Was it? Yeah. Do you think if he was not so musically inclined, it would have been more challenging for him? That's a good question. I never really thought about that. Um, I don't think so. I think like if I wanted to just characteristic of him. Yeah. If I wanted if if he saw my passion, I mean, I remember just growing up, you know, I was so into surfing. I was like, that was my thing, but kind of before music and yeah, yeah. that's what I wanted to do. And my dad would drive me all up and down the eastern coast, you know, because where I grew up in South Carolina, we didn't really have the best waves. So, <laughs> you know, going down to Florida was like a big thing and and he was right there, you know, let me go to surf camp in the summer. And so I think no matter what it was, he, he'd he be there. But I think the fact that it was music, like him being a musician, like was definitely like a bonus for him. Yeah. Like He's definitely like a bigger rock star than me. Like oh, yeah. He soaks it up, you know, where I'm a little more introverted. He's like, let's go, you know. <laughs> Does he, uh, has he played in any of your shows with you? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, I don't really have a choice. He somehow finds his way up to the stage. <laughs> Just so, kind of like taps him. Yeah. Like, no, he, um. Yeah, it's it's so funny. He uh like when we last played Red Rocks, you know, he he came up on stage for like the last song and played the drums and before before the show he like bought some drumsticks and like signed them and dated them. And after after he played, he like threw his drumsticks into the crowd and you know, he just loves it. He just loves he loves people, he loves celebration, loves life and and um I know it means so much like for us to be up there together and yeah. just like rock you know but yeah yeah um yeah we've he's gotten so many concerts when i mean whenever he's around you know if he's at a show i mean he usually gets up there at one point or another that's awesome yeah so it was surfing prior to music huh yeah when was the last time you surfed last time i surfed was uh trying to think here it might have been um god it might have been in australia when we were touring down there uh, but that was a while ago. I mean, yeah. a couple, few years, you know. Um, yeah, music, uh, surfing was just a huge, huge part of my life. And, and not only surfing, but surf culture, you know, and that kind of, I was kind of growing up when, you know, Jack Johnson and um, his kind of crew, you know, the Brushfire Fairytale crew, uh, Brushfire Records, they were all kind of starting to blow up, and, uh-huh. and this kind of culture around that, these surf films and and music, really just influenced my life. And um, 
and consequently, you know, what music I listened to and what I was inspired by. Because before, like, the surfing thing, I was, like, in this, like, rebellious, like, punk rock stage middle school. But, uh, yeah, you know, that was that was my thing, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to kind of just make films and and kind of be like Jack in a way. Because, <laughs> you know, in the early days, that's what he would do. He was making films, and he would just put his music in his films. And yeah, then yeah. that's how he kind of, you know. It grew. It grew. So that was, yeah, that was my thing. And then music just kind of, you know, took over everything. Was it, That was just a natural evolution? Yeah, it was, it was supernatural. I, I, it was supernatural. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I recorded an album for my like 16th birthday. Like my dad surprised me and like took me to a studio. Oh, nice. And we just printed some you know, burned some CDs back then, burned yeah, some yeah, CDs yeah. for like friends and family. Yeah, yeah. And that summer I was going out to California to work at this surf camp that I had previously attended. And while I was out there, we gave a CD to my dad's friend who was kind of like, you know, in the, in the show business, I guess, in the LA, industry, the yeah. industry. And he just suggested, Oh, you know, you should play a show out here. And I was like, no way. Like I'm like, it's not my, I never really played a show and yeah, I'm not yeah. going to play in LA, like coming from South Carolina, it was so intimidating. Yeah. But he set up this like super small show and invited a bunch of his friends and I somehow played and, and that's kind of when music started to kind of take over. It nice. was like, you know, this, this feels good. And, um, I, this is, yeah, this is what I think I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. How, how do you think as, uh, uh, as Kai grows up, mm. like, cause obviously music's a huge, it's your life. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and the artist and create creator in you and your wife mm -hmm. of allowing opportunities, mm -hmm. if you will, like your kid to have opportunities, but not imprinting mm -hmm. the things that you love. Yeah. I mean, I think that's super important. I mean, I, I think my parents did like a great job in that. So I have them as like role models, you know, like I, I want every, you know, child, not just my own, you know, kids are so magical just to, to be able to have that freedom to follow their, their heart and their bliss, you know, and um, if, if that turns into something where they can, you know, do it for a living, that's great, you know, yeah. but even if not, it's so important to have that in your life, you know, um, and of course, you know, it'd be, I have, a, you know, a bunch of ideas perhaps of, you know, <laughs> what I want Kai to do or this and that, but it's really not up to me. And I hope to just kind of nurture whatever uh, passion he has, you know, like my dad did, you yeah. know, like my folks did, you know, whether it was surfing or music or, you know, even when I was in my like punk rock stage, you know, my, you know, my parents like drove them crazy, but they... They, they they supported yeah. it because it was what I loved, you know, and they did the same thing with my sister too. You know, she was really into like dancing growing up. So they sent her to, uh, you know, a hip hop dance class, you know, dance camp, summer camp. And, yeah. You know, they would just do everything to fulfill, you know, the, the things that filled our hearts up. And, and that's what I want to do with, with Kailash for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What what did you uh so your dad he played drums was yeah. he in his own band what did he do for uh, like uh, like work? Yeah, he he um career? was a tennis pro. 
Oh. Yeah, he was a tennis pro. It's funny. Man of all skills. Yeah, we've been watching Wimbledon right now. Uh, But yeah, he was a tennis pro. He wasn't at like a that level, like a Wimbledon level, but um, he... He was very good and still is very good friends with Stan Smith, who's, you know, classic tennis pro. Um, and Stan started a school down in South Carolina. Okay. And asked my dad to come, you know, be a pro and teacher down there. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of how he he discovered Hilton Head and and um and kind of wanted, yeah, to like raise his family there because he was down there so much. And Crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, tennis kind of caught up with his body and stuff. Um, you know, so when he couldn't kind of, you know, play as much anymore, uh, he got into real estate and has been doing that ever since. He's just like the mayor of Hilton. We always joke, you're the mayor <laughs> of Hilton Head because he knows everybody. And, yeah. You know. But and he loves it. He loves just you know finding people homes and yeah yeah yeah. Um, but he's always had music, no matter yeah. what. He's always played music, played in local bands, played with friends. You know, when I was eleven years old, he used to take me to this bar <laughs> in Hilton Head. You know, called the quarter deck. Yeah. And I used to play harmonica back then <laughs> when I was a kid. I don't know if you could technically call it playing harmonica, but um, he would like bring me up on stage with his friend. Um, David Wingo, who was like a island legend, and I'd play like Sweet Home Alabama and stuff. Hey man, a, anything on the harmonica that doesn't sound like crap is playing. Hey, the there we go. Like right? if you can actually like right? not turn away from I just, it, I call it playing. I somehow made it work, you know. But yeah, he always had music, no matter what. So um, that's awesome, that was a man. good influence. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, so with, I mean. Four four months old, right? We're still yeah. we're still learning it. It's oh funny. yeah, it's funny. One of the things that uh, it was like, I guess it would be a meme. Uh-huh. That I would have seen it, uh, which really relates to parenting. Obviously, the one I saw said, said fatherhood, but I was basically like, parenting is like you're like a duck, right? You look calm mm-hmm. and cool on the water, but your feet are just like paddling like crazy yeah. underneath. Yeah, which is what it honestly feels like the majority of the time right now is just you're just like constantly bombarding yeah um but i think that's really awesome and i i'm in a very similar situation like both mm-hmm. my parents and ours was we're, we're not as uh artistically inclined in my family although my right. mom was a fantastic drawer uh and oh, okay. my oldest brother is a good drawer and i would say we kind of have some more like hands-on visual arts yeah visual yeah, yeah. arts like they could do that i can't draw, like I had a drawing in high school one time, and the animal or whatever it was came out cross-eyed. <laughs> uh, but uh, they they were they were also they were so great too because they were also very supportive of mm-hmm. the things that we want to do. It was just much more sports oriented right. for, for our family. Um, but it's it's really cool because I, I my I would say my dad's almost the exact same as yours. Like right. just for every single game, for every single practice. Yeah, like, the, I mean they're just there. It was just there. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is which is awesome, and yeah. I would say the thing that I learned from him the most, uh, which which actually is high on my strength finders list, is just helper. Like, yeah. he's definitely the type of guy who's just like, you need help, you need help, who yeah. needs, who needs help. Oh uh, yeah, help? <laughs> yeah, definitely same thing with my pops, just always there. That's know, awesome. Always there. What are what are some of the uh, challenges or things that you're, you know, not worried about, but like mm. upcoming? As a dad, because again, four four months in, you're just getting your toes wet, man. Yeah, for sure, definitely just getting my toes <laughs> wet. Um, every time I think I got it, I think I figured this out. The next moment, I'm like, nope, 
Uh, curveball. Yeah, curveball. I think one of the challenges uh, is the uniqueness of my lifestyle and Emery's lifestyle. You know, like um, these past couple of years have been, or past year, year and a half, you know, while Emery was pregnant was, you know, during the pandemic and, and uh, while it was, you know, so awful for so many people and businesses mm-hmm. and this and that mm-hmm. and including our own industry. I mm-hmm. mean, everything shut down. On the other side, it was such a blessing to be home for so long and be with Emery yeah. for her whole pregnancy and the birth and even now, like, you know, with, with Kailash growing up and everything, um, just to be there for every day. You know, Um, I know that that's not always going to be the case. You know, I mean, the majority of my life is is traveling and and that's my service and that's my, you know, karma. And um, I think it's just going to be a day to day process of figuring out, you know, how to balance that with um, being there. You know, Um, because it definitely like pulls my heartstrings, you know, thinking like I have to be away from him for like an extended period of time, Mm -hmm. you know. So um, that's just going to take some adjustments, you know, because while it's necessary for me to go and do those things, I don't want my son to be like, well, where's dad? For sure. You know, for sure. So, um, so I think that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of a hurdle that I'm looking at. You know, I don't really have to worry about it right now yeah. in the immediate future, but Cross that as time comes. comes on, you know, it's like, oh, shoot, okay, I just want to be conscious of that and stuff. Yeah. Luckily, you know, Emery and I are very alternative and, um, you know, we're, we're, we plan on traveling and, you know, the whole thing and, and uh, you know, going on tour together as a family and the whole thing. And, and luckily, I've met so many families and, and inspirations of my own that have done that. Yeah, they're doing So it. it's it's really, um, we have the freedom, you know. But, yeah, it's just, you know, like we were talking about earlier, that's the one thing I hope to give my son is, like, just being there. Yeah. So me being away is kind of the opposite of that. So I just want to make sure I can give that feeling while still fulfilling my duty as a musician it's so interesting you just said that because i was literally just about to say isn't it somewhat ironic that your dad the one who was present for literally everything but yet that's the most difficult thing that maybe not most difficult but the difficult thing that you're going to be combating is oh yeah it's definitely going to be up there you know it's definitely going to be up there um but i feel super confident like i i know that um I have a very supportive partner um, and and team and, and everything, and I feel confident that we'll be able to, you know, find a good balance and make it work. But yeah, it is definitely something that I, I think about. And I'm and it makes me very grateful for this time yeah. that I have now, like savoring it, you know. You guys gonna have to get get a different RV to go travel. I have done happen. I've been on tour with a with the artist that had an RV for his family yeah. and put everybody else on the bus, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean I want that for my for my children though too. Is I want that experience because that's another thing yeah. that my parents gave me and my sister was, you know, we grew up on a very small island, very small town in uh-huh. South Carolina, uh-huh. but 
they took us everywhere. I mean, yeah. they constantly took us everywhere, exposing us to different cultures and trips. So, you know, being on the road is, is a great place for that. Um, you know, and, and I want, I want uh, Kailash to feel that. You yeah, know, yeah, have that experience. It's it's interesting. That's I mean, Nichelle comes from a family like her dad loves to travel. Like uh-huh. anytime that man has a chance to go somewhere, he'll go. And I would say my parents are more homebodies. Right. We did you know some traveling, but being one of four boys, it's not like you're gonna go yeah uh, to another country. Yeah, pick up the world. in a jiffy. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And now kind of like with where we're at, like that's definitely something that we ha- kind of have that itch. And, and want to create for the experiences and whatnot, it's gonna just be finding obviously time, resources, so on and so forth. Cause it's kind of, you know, when you're the the practitioner in your place, it's, mm. if you're not there, you're not. You're not there. Exactly. Like the, the whole thing doesn't run. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I think it's, it is gonna be fun though. Cause even just like, you know, with our rebranding, Live mm-hmm. Loud, you know, adventures, waiting, that type of thing is, right. you know, we're trying to live it up at least in Colorado and right. we're trying to give them all those different experiences. Yeah, but. I mean, we're, we're, God, we're in a great place to do that. I mean, it's just constant adventure. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. Crazy. But hopefully we can get them, you know, to yeah. get more of the, the culture experiences. For sure. Because I know it's, I, there is, you know, coming from Albuquerque to to Longmont, Boulders, Colorado, like right. the culture experience is not that right. much right. Across, right. across those two state lines. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I get that. I get that. Where, uh, how many different places have you lived in? Oh, man, a lot. I mean, even like, I mean, technically lived in, you know, a lot of the time in my earlier career, I was always gone. Yeah. So it's like. Just bouncing. Yeah, I've lived in a lot of hotels. <laughs> yeah, feels good. Feels good to have a home now. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, we've I've lived in. A, I spent a lot of time in Southern California, just kind of building that career and being in a place where you have access to a lot of people and artists and industry and all this stuff. So um, a lot of my life has been spent there and growing up in South Carolina. But you know, we lived all over though i mean we lived up in the northeast for a while we lived in hawaii for a while um you know now we're out here so um this is the longest we've been in one place as far as like our marriage yeah uh, yeah. when we got married because in the beginning of our marriage it was a little bit of a stress to find out where we were going to lay some roots Mm -hmm. because both of us came from both of us traveled so much um before we met each other and we kind of had friends and communities like scattered all over mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there wasn't like an obvious decision of like oh this is a great this place makes the most sense. Yeah. yeah so um we're just very grateful to kind of be here now and um and have such a great you know community of people um but who knows who knows what the future holds <laughs> <laughs> do you think so it was almost I mean, obviously, when you were first starting off, it was mm-hmm. it was a necessity to be different places and whatnot. Do yeah. you think that the way technology and everything has been transitioning, that it will be, you don't have to be in LA to be connected, you don't 100%. have to do that? Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, when we first started, dude, we were like, you know, every hotel's like, we had to find the media center because we had to print out map quests to get to, <laughs> so like the bottom of our rental car yeah, yeah. was covered in papers of map, like, you know, we didn't have smartphones, yeah. man, like we couldn't look up places to eat, we couldn't, I mean, it was just, 
it was all just, it was hard. I mean, it was hard. The kids are spoiled these days. Yeah, the kids are spoiled <laughs> these days, man. But, you know, in regards to, yeah, like the industry and, and being in the right place, I mean, it's not really necessary anymore, which I think is quite beautiful, you know. Yeah. Um, Opportunity. With technology and being able to send, you know, files back and forth and FaceTime and all these things. It's just amazing. You can be anywhere you're, you you want if you want to be an artist, you know, and, and you don't have to be in these places like New York or Nashville or L.A. to to get going, you know. With that, mm -hmm. as Kai gets older, mm -hmm. and let's say, for instance, he goes down the creator route, mm -hmm. and this is for anybody who, you know, myself trying to create content, anyone else trying to create content, yeah. with that overwhelming amount of information and technology, yeah. what what would be a suggestion rep or, or suggestion or recommendation you would have? Because obviously you're like, oh man, that's cool, this guy's doing this, not to, to, to try to help uh, breed out potential jealousy or just you know that overwhelming nature of like there's so much out there how do I make my mark uh-huh <sighs> well there is so much out there you know yeah um, and that's the that's the while it is a positive for for anybody to be able to create um, and post their ideas yep you know I personally don't think that that we were made to intake so much information. Um, I just think it's there's a, a benefit, obviously, but there's also like a huge drawback. Yeah. And when we are exposed to all this information and all these opinions, our internal world becomes very opinionated. Our internal world becomes very compare and despair. You know, for sure, and. Um, that's something that I think we you have to learn as an individual, like how much you can take, you yeah. know, and that's been a huge lesson even today. Like I'm constantly learning like, oh man, I, I cannot take anymore. Yeah. Um, and so you have to kind of cut it off and it's like, I'm not like that person. That person's really good at whatever doing all that stuff. I, I can't, I can't take on all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so but then you're asking, you know, how do you find your way, you know, in this sea of, you know. Because, I mean, when Kai gets to be our age, man, it's, yeah. I can't even fathom Who knows, what right? technology is oh, going to be Oh, God, to don't freak me out. But <laughs> I think that the most important thing, and it always is the most important thing, is to, is to, you know, find what you love and do what you love. And that makes you feel free, you yeah. know. And... um you know, I can only speak from my own experience. I mean, growing up, I didn't, um, I, I didn't, uh, I was, I just loved music, you know, yeah. and I just played, I wasn't thinking about the result or this or that or anything like that. I was, I was just, I loved doing it, you know? And, um, I think when you love doing something, you don't think about that, that, your ego's not as as much inserted you know it's like oh i want to be famous or how do i make my mark or will people recognize me or like all these things um that everybody lives with to some degree you know um but when you find something that you truly love that just fills your heart and sets you free you don't really worry about all that stuff and i think when you're in that energy people feel that people feel that authenticity they feel 
your own inspiration and love and and consequently that's what's going to spread you know so yeah. it's kind of like a paradox right if you don't it, I, that's so funny because i actually read something this morning where it was like the thing from a this yogi i was i was reading uh his words he was like the thing you hanker after right will run a, runs away from you but as soon as you let it go and like kind of you know not be controlled by it Consumed. that thing chases after you ah. you know so it's kind of like a, a paradox you know yeah but i just think yeah the most important thing is that love when it's said in so many different wells mm -hmm. ways and that's that's actually a, a, a great way of saying it it's just yeah which is it's also really interesting though because then there's also where where your energy where your mind goes energy flows so mm -hmm. sometimes it's you know you want to be able to just let it happen but at the same time you know there is potential value in being like you're trying to yeah, accomplish 100%. right that's a hard part is yeah like, and i think that that's like every individual has to find their own balance and not compare their balance to other people's yeah. balance like you have to do as much as you can take you know and um like i'm not saying that i don't play the game right you know in my career i'm yeah. not saying that oh i don't care what have you know no like yeah. i'm i'm Focused. Doing my best. I'm focusing, yeah. but the the dominant factor in all of that is my love of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that comes first, not the part, oh, I gotta make it. I gotta give this, I gotta make it, you know. Yeah. That stuff's below, you know. Yeah. And I try to keep it that way. But I'm playing the game, you know, I'm looking at, okay, hey, who can I, you know, collaborate with that would, you know, help spread the word or or, you know, what tour can I get on? I mean, it's, yeah. I'm not just kicking my heels up and saying, <laughs> oh, whatever comes, will come, you know. I, I think that's going to be definitely as a parent one of the harder things. Like, mm. uh, my, I would say the younger, my, my youngest is one and, one and a half. Lolo's three. Bowden is five and a half. Mm. He is the competitive one. Like, okay. Like, you, you know, like, Hey, dude, you need to eat your veggies. No, I'm good. Like, oh, well, there, I'm going to beat you. He's like, no, I'll beat you. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it's it's going to be hard for him yeah. as he gets older because of his competitive nature. Right. His competition is comparison, for right? Sure. How am I? For sure. And, yeah. you know, obviously it's being competitive to yourself, but competition right. in sports or anything else, you're, 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 it's a comparison For factor. sure, yeah. So that's definitely going to be a challenging thing for him because even now, like, oh, I should be able to do that or I can't do this type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be tough as a dad, you know, or as a, a parent, not just yeah. a dad, mother, father, whatever it is, to, yeah, like help your child grow, but also let them know that you're already full. You yeah. Know? It's tough, you know. I mean, so. yeah, doing like what, what do you love? What do you want to be able to do? And, yeah. you know, understanding how far that can take you or yeah. where, what directions. And I think that's also good too is just like you said, that non-traditional route is mm. – you know, trying to instill, and we, I guess with our life, it's really busy right now, but I think he has that kind of hustle in them because dude is definitely motivated by toys. Like mm -hmm. he's like, Oh, I want this truck. How can I make money so I can go buy this truck? Right. 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 You know, be like, all right, man, let's do the lemonade yeah, stand. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's where, you know, like those things, anything has a positive and negative attribute. Right. Yeah. And with, with, uh, uh, somebody that has a competitive nature, you know, that's, that's very positive because it, it can make you strive to be your best self. But on the lower end, like you're saying, yep. if it's just constantly comparing yeah. and I'm trying to just fill my being up, you know, so it's like, 
whatever energy comes, it's like you got to try to point it in the healthy direction. But it's tough. And and I think people are definitely much more aware of that now. I mean, like even when uh, I was growing up, right, like I, I definitely went through the comparison factor. And yeah. even now, just like, you know, like where's our business at? Like For should, sure. it, should it be? Could it be? You oh, know, those yeah. Those types of I things mean, further. But it was all, you know, I was growing up, it was just like, ah, oh, damn it, that guy's faster than me, yeah, right? Just like, <laughs> for sure. I mean, I think for me, it was, it's a little bit, I mean, a little bit opposite. I think like when I was young, I was like, kind of like just, just having fun. Yeah, yeah. And then as I got older, there's a period of just like, oh man, like that, that cat's like playing these rooms, you know, yeah, I want to yeah. get in those yeah, rooms. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and now it's kind of, I think, backed off a little bit. Um but it's yeah, it's there for sure, man. Every time I look at you yeah. know social media or which what's your default when you start feel like you're when you mm. feel like you're starting to do that, or does Emery, your partner, mm-hmm. see that? Mm-hmm. Do you, what's like your default? Do you just like I'm, I just cut it out and just reset, meditate? Is it a trip? Is it? Yeah, I mean, Emery, Emery definitely helps me kind of just keep in check, keep in check, but uh, <laughs> um. For me, it's just a, about surrendering, you know, surrendering to this moment and and where I'm at, and trusting in yeah. some higher power that you know I'm exactly where I need to be, and I I'm exactly I know exactly what I need to know right now, and if I don't know it, it's not necessary for me right now, you know, mm-hmm. and just kind mm-hmm. of really tapping into that space of of surrender, you know. Um, because it can drive you mad, you know, it can totally drive you mad and, 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 and take you completely out of yourself, you know? So I've always just kind of, it's more of like a mental shift for me, you yeah. know, it's more of just like, you know, cause when I look at my career, like a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, I had a very slow career. Like it wasn't like I just had a hit song and I blew up mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. everybody does. I mean, it was a, freaking grind you know from the from the bottom you know Mm -hmm. and and um it's taken me you know i started 16 years old i'm 34 like we only got into a bus like in the last like four years where i where i've had friends or different artists Mm -hmm. that have been doing it for maybe three years and they got Mm -hmm. a bus and stayed you know so if i compared myself to that it gets me down you know but on the other hand i am so grateful for the path I had, you know, because of that slow and steady grind, I feel like I saw so much, I learned so much, and I got so much experience, you know, yeah. and, um, and I can feel that when different friends or artists call me for advice, you know, and it's like, damn, well, if I didn't have that slow, rough, you know, trajectory, I guess, I wouldn't be able to help my friends out or true you know what i'm saying so um that's where again that surrender comes in and it's like i'm exactly where i need to be and that by far has been the probably one of the hardest things for me Mm. just as a as a dad to like there's something in me just occasionally i just go back to this kind of like i think it's just because i want my kids to be respectful Mm mm-hmm 
polite and nice mm-hmm. as I'm too rigid. Mm-hmm. And it's it's for for those I I thought it was a well done movie. It is a tearjerker, so be careful. Was, I'm a crier, bro. It's it's so I'll it's cry called- in a commercial. <laughs> Emery always makes fun of me. I'll cry it in commercials and anything. So Nichelle was not a fan of this movie because it was definitely it was a it was just a kind of sad movie. I thought it had a very uplifting end to uh-huh. it, uh, but it's called Fatherhood. It's Kevin Hart's in it. Oh, it's Kevin on Netflix. Hart's in it. It's in, yeah, it's on Netflix. I just saw that on my Netflix yeah. menu. Yeah, Uh-oh. I it, it's it's uh I'm not saying anything about it, but in <laughs> in the movie. Kevin Hart asks his father-in-law, like basically, like what are what's what's one word because he has fatherhood, he has a kid. What's one word of advice or something like that? Mm. And the uh, the dad basically said, like, let go, mm. and that's like the hardest thing. And something you know, Nichelle reminds me of is just like the little, like yeah. you know, sometimes you just gotta let let yeah. things go. Yeah. Um, and I don't know where it necessarily comes from on my end, but like mm-hmm. I'm trying to just constantly surrender, mm-hmm. let go, try to let try to let things just happen and play yeah. out rather yeah. than trying to like force its way. Yeah, I mean it's that it, it's that balance, like you said, of effort without like attachment to the result. Yeah, you know, it's like doesn't mean I'm just gonna kick my heels up and just blah. Yeah, you know, but it's it's just that every moment, everything's just that balance of I'm gonna give it my all, but I'm not attached to the result here, you know. It's it's out which of is, my hands. Which is super hard, right? Because just in mm. general, like everything's result driven. Like, yeah. do I want to? Especially in our Western cultures. Well, yeah, because it's it's a, a sort of time versus money, right? Because right? it's sure. it's part of it is well, some of this has to manifest into something, right? So then it's just understanding. It's just like, well, you know, the thing that you love may not manifest what you want. Right. If you love it a lot, you still need to do it, but then you might need to do a little bit of this over there too. Right. <laughs> For sure. It's just every day. It's a balance. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every moment. Every moment, man. Um, Dude, this was awesome, man. I appreciate Thanks you jumping on. Thanks for having on. me. I'm so honored. Well, it was, it was awesome. It was, it, was, so it was cool hearing a little bit more of the background in the, in yeah. the story, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just... Every day's a journey. I had a great teacher, uh, uh, have a great teacher. She said that, you know, when you look ahead in your life, right, you see all these different paths, mm-hmm. all these different options, all these different choices, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> uh, but when you look back, you only see one path, mm. right? And um, it's important to remember that because um, – it's just everything is meant. Everything that's meant to happen is going to happen yeah. in your life and grow you accordingly. And having kid and fatherhood and you know, it's all it's all just a part of the journey. And you just, yeah, I just try to surrender every moment, you know, and just give it my all, but let go, like yeah, you're yeah. saying, let go, let go, let go. So, yeah, it's wild. Fatherhood, man. Fatherhood. I got to go watch the movie now. I know. Grab, grab that <laughs> I won't tell Michelle. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll just watch it by myself <laughs> in my room alone, crying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Well, thanks again for, thanks uh, for, for jumping me. on, guys. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. This Live Loud Life podcast with Trevor Hall.